Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. The, the, the universe is a cruel, uncaring void. You're listening to The Hammer and Nigel Show. The key to being happy isn't to search for meaning. It's to just keep yourself busy with unimportant nonsense. On 93 WIPC. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. Abdul Akeem Shabazz, attorney at law and uh, longtime host here on 93 WIBC, joining us in studio. What are we, we uh, like a, a, week, a, a week from Tuesday, uh, midterms? A week from Tuesday. A week from Tuesday is the election, uh, even though the election technically started already because early voting is taking place. Uh, But uh, all the experts saying, I've been doing some reading this morning, that uh, as far as nationwide results go, we probably will know the full results for at least a couple days after the election. You've got mail-in votes, people count votes being counted in, challenges the whole nine yards. I mean, I get that, but doesn't that suck at the same time? Like, you want to find out, right? It feels like we can send a rocket into space and it can land in the middle of an ocean on a boat, (laughs) but we can't calculate votes in one day. Uh, That's because there's nobody challenging where the rocket's going to (laughs) land. Have you seen, do you remember a midterm as uh, heated as this, a midterm election that everybody's paying attention to that have, have, have big consequences like this? Um, actually, there have been a couple. Uh, back in 1994, uh, when Bill Clinton, uh, his first term in office, Republicans took the Congress for the first time in 40 years. Uh, so there was oh, yeah. that. Oh, wow. Uh, there was also in 1998, uh, when Bill Clinton was going through the, the whole impeachment thing with Monica Lewinsky, and Republicans thought they were going to pick up a bunch of seats and end up losing seats. And then Newt Gingrich ended up stepping down as Speaker of the House. So every, every, although every election is sort of itself, there have been a couple times where the, the midterms have actually mattered, mattered. And so why why does this one matter matter? Like why is everybody paying attention to this one? Uh, number one, uh, like I said, the inflation inflation gas prices, uh, the abortion question, uh, the, the the closeness and, and, and so much so much polling like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Georgia, and to a lesser degree Washington State and New York State. Also throw in the fact too, uh, that uh, you got just all the all the contention around the upcoming elections. You've got the Justice Department looking at uh, possible voter intimidation in Arizona, and so also the the fact yeah. that there's nothing else to talk about in the news cycle, unless you're talking about <laughs> Tom Brady and what's her face getting split up or something. Hey, she's on the market, possibly. <laughs> Giselle could be on the market, so maybe, just maybe, single guys, there's a chance out there. Hey, she's no lovely Mrs. Shabazz, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> trying to be the one that, like, now I, you know, I know I'm not your ex-husband. I'm not a good-looking quarterback with Super Bowl rings and millions of dollars. <laughs> but like, what can you say? Do you want to go out? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the, the totally hot chick who breaks up with her breaks up with the football player on prom. Like, hey, you want to go out? Sure. Sure. Why not? <laughs> um, is another reason why I think so many people are fascinated with this midterm race. The lack of good candidates. Look at Pennsylvania. Look at Georgia. Look at those Senate races between those two states. Those that are on the ballot this year, there's not a single good, legitimate, competent candidate, but yet here we are, Abdul. Well, go back to 2016. I argued in a country of 330 million people, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump is it. Right. <laughs> that's that's it? So why don't we have like the brightest and the smartest people wanting to do politics? Uh, it reminds me of the 1800s, uh, the late 1800s, when, when you look at all the presidents with the long beards, like TKW. Right. <laughs> uh the, the running joke was all the smart people went out west to go make a fortune, and all the people, only people that were left were the were the sort of incompetent, sort of sort of kind of not really smart guys left over. Uh, also, a lot of people just don't want to go 
into politics because you got first of all you got to project your family through all that crap number two you got your past that's going to come up and number three everybody's going to be going through everything you wrote everything you said and people just don't want to be bothered with it which is why i which is why i can understand why people certain people don't want to be involved in politics you've been a debate moderator uh, multiple times what did you think of fetterman and dr oz and you know that whole thing that was the biggest news story there for a couple of days here in the news cycle at the beginning of the week and fetterman's performance and his mental capacity his stroke I and mean, what did you think of that whole debacle i i didn't watch it on purpose because i didn't want to be bothered with it because i got a bunch of I got indiana stuff to worry about but i would the the fact that uh Fetterman had a stroke, and which brings up brings up my my issue, my my opinion, legitimate questions about his capacity to to, to do everything. If I were him, I wouldn't have done it, or maybe done a, a bit of a different form, or not stand up and having a you know read like this about the eight hundred pound gorilla room. I had a stroke, yeah, 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 but I would I wouldn't have done it. Is that going to hurt him? Because this is a close race. If you buy into polling. Take that for what you will. But if you look at the numbers here, this looks like it's one of those races that's neck and neck right now. Is that going to hurt him? I think it hurt him by about like maybe two percentage points. Is that maybe. enough to decide an election? Um, and in the close, in a close, close race, it could. But I had to double check and see what the early voting numbers are uh, in Pennsylvania because early voting is off the chain uh, here in the United States. Right now, I want to say like about fourteen million people have early voted already, which is almost as much as twenty twenty, and that's a presidential year. So, uh, again, Abdul Hakim Shabazz with us. What are you hearing about Indiana's races here? The key races in Indiana. You're a connected guy. What are you hearing? The, the three most contested races in Indiana right now are the 1st Congressional District, which is Frank Mervan and Jennifer Ruth Green. It is the Secretary of State's race and the Marion County Prosecutor's race. Those are the three big races that, uh, for the most part, uh, everybody's talking about. Uh, and like I said, I think the the 1st District is a toss-up and go either way. Um which is a little bit of a surprise, considering it hasn't gone Republican in a long, long time. No, not since like 1926, when my grandfather was like six years old. Right, because so. this is that area up by the region. Yeah, right? up by the region. Uh, the Secretary of State's race, which is still, uh, I think, is kind of up in the air, and the Marion County Prosecutor's race, which is, uh, which is getting interesting. I know someone has been, someone has been doing some polling lately, uh, because I got a phone call uh, from a from a friend, like, "Hey, Abdul, I just got polled in the in the prosecutor's race." I'm like, that's weird. Two weeks out. That's I don't know why you do it unless somebody's desperate uh, to figure something out. Um, I do think the prosecutor's race is interesting because Cindy Carrasco is in is all over Center Township, and I, I know this because of yard signs. And I know, I know somebody's going to say, "Do yard signs don't vote?" Yes, I know that yard signs don't vote. People do. But the eyeball test too um, is, is part of it. Yeah, but and, and, the, the thing is, where the thing is, where where is the yard sign? Is it in the median or is it in somebody's yard? Because if it's in the median, anybody can put it there. Right. If it's in somebody's yard, that means that individual has purposely decided to put a yard sign in their yard, which means they are supporting that candidate. And there are lots of Cindy Carrasco yard signs in and around Center Township, which Brian Mears needs to win. So that that I think I think that race is probably closer than anybody thinks. If Ryan Mears just wins like parts of Indianapolis, the east side of Indianapolis, you know, the Andre Carson area, is that enough to get him over the top? Uh Democrats start with a sixty thousand vote uh uh, advantage over Republicans, so technically yes. But then again, uh, we could see a situation where sort of Greg Ballard uh, going on, where people were just sort of mad at uh, whoever was in charge at the time and voted the mayor in. So I could see that happening with Cindy Carrasco. What difference does the um, bankroll make? I mean, I saw you tweeted out uh, a couple of days ago that uh, Cindy Carrasco out fundraised uh, Ryan Mears. Is that, was that the tweet? Yeah, 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 the, yeah, the third the, quarter. Yeah, third quarter. Um, I think I think it matters to the sense that if you're going to buy television ads or radio ads or any sort of digital marketing, you better do it now because you only got ten days 
left and some change. And and you'll notice a lot of the political ads you'll find during local newscasts. Because local newscasts are about the only thing that people still watch live. Do so. you think it's going to be a close race between Mears and Carrasco, considering how much of a voter advantage the Democrats have in Marion County? I think it'll be closer than usual, probably 53, 54-ish. Now, if anybody wants to uh, follow you or get the latest or ask you questions about what's going on with all this stuff, how do they get a hold of you? Don't. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. He's busy. Uh, I'm busy. I've got work to do. Uh, they can reach me at indiepolitics.org. Uh, also, uh, we're, we're on our website, we've been running uh, basically columns from different candidates, like why are you running? That way the candidate can make their point unfiltered, uncensored. We, we, we do a little bit of editing for, for style and clarity, but that's, but that's about it. So if you're a candidate running for office, email me at abdulahindypolitics.org and send me a 600-word column about why you should be elected. And you got a show this weekend? Uh, yes, we have half a show because IU Basketball starts. It's almost basketball uh, almost season. Almost basketball season. Wow. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we interviewed Victoria Sparts, uh, Congresswoman the 5th Congressional District, and uh, Andrew Grabowski. Uh, who's running against Andre Carson. So it's like Ukrainian radio this weekend. (laughs) When's the show? Uh, Saturday at 1 o'clock. Abdul, thank you. Thank you.